Welcome to the Ubanami Sneakers and Lifestyle Podcast. Sneakers are the main focus, but other areas of interest such as fashion, business, and sports will be covered as well. If you can't relate to making ill-advised financial decisions to buy more sneakers, then this podcast might not be for you. Open conversations and discussions are essential to the well-being of the Ubanami Sneakers and Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for your time and support. Let's get right into the episode. Back with episode 3 of the Ubanami Sneakers and Lifestyle Podcast. Starting off with some noticeable spring sneaker releases. Obviously the Air Jordan 4 Military Blue is sure to draw some attention mainly because of its history and because the fact that this pair hasn't came out since 2012 so it's been well over 10 years since we've seen a re-release of the military blues and of course this year's pair will have the nike air on the heel tab so that's always a plus so this is sure to be one of the better Jordan 4 releases and Jordan releases overall of 2024. Next, we'll see Travis Scott's signature sneaker release, the Air Jordan Jumpman Jack in the University Red and Sale colorways. So this will be interesting to see if this draws as much attention as other Travis Scott Jordans. A lot of people online aren't very fond of them, but who knows when they release if people will switch up just because it's a Cactus Jack sneaker or will people stick to what they're saying right now. Either way, it's going to be a big release. Even if these flop, it's still a Travis Scott and people will still want them. And then have to include a Kobe with the Nike Kobe 8 Pro Tro Mamba Sita, this Kobe will be sure to draw some attention. Not just because it's a Kobe, not just because it's a Kobe 8, but because of the specific colorway. The Mamba Sita colorway is a nod to the late Bryant daughter, Gianna. So this colorway will resonate with Lakers fans, Kobe fans, and tons of women basketball players all around the world. And then Nike Air Max DN in the all night colorway will be released on Air Max Day. And if you call yourself a sneakerhead, sneaker enthusiast, whatever, and you don't know when Air Max Day is, shame on you. But this release should be interesting. It's a new Air Max. We haven't really seen anything like this since Nike came out, the Vapor Maxes. So be interesting to see how this does and if people actually want them or if people are just buying them because of Air Max Day. And continuing with Nike, the Nike SB Dunk Low Big Money Savings. It's a pretty unique SB Dunk Low because there's never been anything like this with the colors and materials. This is definitely a unique colorway and it'll be interesting to see how this sneaker does. If people want them, if people don't, I think people will because it's an SP Dunk Low, and Nike's never released anything like this. And you're probably wondering when I'm going to bring up a sneaker that's not a Jordan or Nike, and how to include one with the Hidden New York Asics Gel NYC. Hidden New York has been pretty popular, so to see them collab with Asics will be pretty cool. Asics isn't as big as they were just a few years ago, but collabs like this will definitely do well. And then a timeless sneaker, definitely not a hype sneaker, but nonetheless timeless, with the Nike Cortez Forest Gump. There's not many shoes, not many Nike shoes in particular, named after a movie. Of course, Space Jam, but a non-basketball-related movie 
typically doesn't see too many Nikes named after that particular movie. And Forrest Gump is obviously one of the best movies of all time. If you disagree, argue with yourself. And going to close out this segment with the Air Jordan 1 High Latte. Now we've already seen Mochas come out a few years ago. And if this Latte pair came out right around then, it would do Mochas numbers. Both in terms of resale and demand, hype, the list can go on. This will be an interesting Jordan 1 release because it's a neutral colorway. You can compare them to the Mochas and it's similar to something that's done well in the past. So this release should be no different. Next, going to go through the top five Nike and Jordan releases for April and then May. Starting off with April, no particular order. The Air Jordan 4 Military Blue, just talked about this. Definitely going to be a release to look out for. And then the Travis Scott Jordan Jumpman Jack University Red, talked about this one as well already. Anything Travis Scott will draw some attention. Next, with the Nike Air Max 186 Jackie Robinson, the Nike Dunk Low Jackie Robinson colorway did pretty well and was pretty sought after. Although the Nike Air Max 1 typically doesn't see as many sought after colorways, I think this one will do well, especially amongst baseball fans and Air Max lovers everywhere. And closing out with the Nike Kobe 4 Pro Tro Philly, given that he played in the Philly area, but seeing a pair of Kobe's in Sixers colors is a little weird, but it'll still be a good release. And then the Air Jordan 1 high white team red. Any Air Jordan 1 with white and another color makes a clean colorway. And then the May top 5 Nike and Jordan releases. Starting off with the Nike Kobe 8 Pro Tro Mambasita. Already spoke about this one as well, but it's a Kobe, Kobe 8, and a unique colorway, so this should be a highly sought-after release. And then the Air Jordan 1 High Latte, just spoke about this one. Next, the Air Jordan 17 Low Lightning. Typically don't see many Air Jordan 17s released, let alone a 17 Low. So this is definitely one for OG sneakerheads, anybody who missed out on the 17 low lightnings when they first came out. This shouldn't be too hard of a release to get your hands on just because most Jordans after 14s typically aren't very sought after. And then closing with the Air Jordan 4 oxidized green, nowhere near the SB pine greens that came out last year, but still white and green colorway. So should be a decent release. And then finishing out with the Nike Kobe 4 Pro Tro Girl Dad. Been seeing a lot of Kobe 6s and Kobe 8s lately, so it'll be refreshing to see a Kobe 4 and then another one geared towards women and women in sports. And now it's time for a sneaker break because life goes beyond sneakers and materialistic things. So just want to start by going off one of my latest posts, which is 25 lessons at 25. Going to highlight my top five and the rest will be on ubanami.com so the top five in no particular order happiness comes from within your work doesn't define you be your own best friend solitude is necessary and stay true to yourself so like i said the rest will be on the blog post on ubanami if you want to check it out read it it's all there plus more posts that are updated every week and then gonna dive into reading that's another thing that takes up a lot of my time and something that i enjoy so i want to share it with 
other people and give some of my personal suggestions. So some of my favorite reads over the past few months include Sparring Partners by John Grisham, The Happiest Man on Earth by Eddie Jaku, Cell by Stephen King, Mindful to Mindful by Om Swami, and Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. I'll include all these books in the description for anybody who wants to check them out and look into them further. And last thing I want to touch on before switching gears back to sneakers is making a place a home. Your environment directly affects your mental health and creating a healthy environment leads to future success. Negative environments breed negative emotions and then positive environments breed positive emotions. So you have to make do with what you have. You can't always change your environment, but you can always reorganize, redesign, etc. It's more about making the best out of your situation than changing your situation directly because you can't always have the means to get up and move or change your situation with snap a finger. And then something I've learned is that living on your own teaches you a lot more about yourself than you ever think it will. Great way to learn more about yourself and what you like and what you don't like. And then also becoming more comfortable on your own and becoming independent as well. You have to find your inner strengths and weaknesses when you live on your own because you're spending all this time on your own. You have to be comfortable on your own. And you have to get to know yourself better as you get older and as you mature. And switching back, this segment is something I like to call streetwear free game. Now, I'm not saying I'm some expert of any kind. This free game name comes from other talks that I've listened to and attended, partaked in, whatever. So I'm not claiming to be any expert in streetwear, sneakers, vintage, anything like that. Just want to give some knowledge that I've absorbed from others and give you as a listener that knowledge and quote unquote free game. So the first point is that people often let clothes wear them. There's a need for more creativity and individualism and clothes don't make style. Just because you're wearing designer clothes doesn't mean you're fresh. Somebody can get fresh going to Goodwill because they have a sense of style. Money will never buy style. That's something that social media often doesn't portray. Just because you have money doesn't mean you know how to dress. And then Going off that style comes from trial and error. It's okay to take inspiration from multiple sources and outlets because you're not going to get it all from the same place. Within streetwear, sneakers, and vintage markets and communities, there's often ever-evolving projects which constantly change from season to season. Within streetwear specifically, I think it's rather obvious that nobody needs another t-shirt. Often you see a lot of streetwear brands first come out with a t-shirt as their initial release and while this may be easy and accessible for a lot of people, it's not something that will help them stand out. So it's important to find that thing that will help you stand out if you're trying to start a brand of anything, whether it's streetwear, sneakers, vintage. And it's important to figure out what you can do to stand out because the streetwear market in general is very oversaturated. Following every trend to the T oversaturates the market even more. And originality is key. See too many copycats and people jacking other people's ideas and inspiration and logos. And it just takes away from creativity 
creativity within that specific niche. If you can't come up with your own idea, how are you ever going to make your company or your brand into something recognized not only nationally, but worldwide as well? Do you think Off-White or Stussy went around copying other brands head to toe? Or did they come up with ideas that may or may not have been successful? It's okay for every idea to not be a hit. That's part of being original. Every idea isn't going to be perfect or executed to near perfection. And then with any project, you have to take a risk and navigate through. Nobody really knows what they're doing when they first start anything. So thinking that you have to have everything figured out is complete foolishness, nothing less. Because when you first start, don't really know what you're doing. And the whole point is to push through that and keep going until you have a better idea of what you're doing. Two more quick points to close out this segment. First is about creative processes and decisions and the fact that they shouldn't be rushed. They should be used to solve a problem and fill a void. They shouldn't be rushed because of time restrictions or monetary concerns or any external factors. They should be used to fill a void of some sort and help somebody out in some way or another. And then lastly, I want to touch on support and intention. Support should be free. You should have people within your circle that are willing to support you without any strings attached. And sometimes you have to capture short attention spans. Social media often kills long attention spans. And you have to understand that people won't always remember you. You can't take that personally. It's easy to get overlooked in this oversaturated world, especially the digital world. At the end of the day, you can't take anything personally. You have to learn from every experience possible and get better. And switching back to sneakers, just going to go over some recent and upcoming releases that stand out to me the most. Recently, the Air Jordan 4 Bread Reimagine. I wasn't sold on these at first, but after seeing them in person, it definitely changed my mind. These are a hit, regardless if they have Leather over the typical suede, they're classic, they're a hit. And then another recent release that interested me, but probably won't be a pickup, is the Adidas Stan Smith Bape. Times have changed, obviously, but if this pair came out five years ago, it'd be an instant sellout. People go crazy for these. And then a few others I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. The Air Jordan 11 Columbia, we haven't seen this since 2014 and the Jordan 11 is one of my favorite Jordan models so a lot of people will be excited for this because the past few holiday Jordan 11s haven't really hit the same and these should be a banger and then later this month is the Bodega and Saucony Grid Shadow 2 jaunt woven I haven't had a pair of Saucony's in over 10 years and definitely looking to change that this pair will be worn a lot if I get my hands on them. Also looking forward to the Travis Scott Air Jordan Jumpman Jack in the sale colorway. Now a lot of people weren't really sold on these when they first saw images online, but it's a Travis Scott shoe, so things will change when they actually release. I know people change their opinions all the time, just like they did with the Bread for Reimagine. So I expect nothing different with the Jumpman Jack. New model, so it should be interesting to see how it does in the long run, and when they first release. And then another holiday Jordan with the Air Jordan 3 Black Cement Reimagine. I still have my 2018 pair and they are 
cooked. Cooked is an understatement. They are beat. I'm excited to get my hands on a fresh pair because these are some of the best Jordans of all time. Debate yourself if you disagree. And then, despite all the bullshit surrounding trophy room still looking forward to the trophy room air jordan one low these should be a pretty good quality and they'll be pretty hard to get just because of the trophy room collaboration but it'll still be a solid jordan to go after and closing out at the end of march with the nike air max dn it's always cool to see new silhouettes and models and how they do so it'll be interesting to see how nike rolls out this new air max model on Air Max Day. And lastly, the Air Jordan 4 Military Blue. This is another timeless Jordan 4 colorway. A lot of people will obviously compare it to previous releases, but anytime a sought after colorway comes out again, people go after them. Personally, I probably won't pick up this pair, but definitely looking forward to see them in person and see how they look compared to previous versions. Closing out with the Air Jordan 17 Low Lightning. Now you're thinking, why do I care about a Jordan 17? And the answer is, I really don't. But I care enough to want to see this release in person. How many times do you see an Air Jordan 17 get released, let alone in a colorway that people actually like? So it'll be cool to see something different come out rather than what's been going on recently. Even if this isn't a sought-after Jordan release, it will definitely hit different for older sneakerheads who remember when this pair first came out. And now, one of my favorite segments is time for some sneaker news. There's always something, there's always something happening in the sneaker world. Just want to get this one out in the way first. Uh, so the rest of the Yeezy stock is being released. Adidas obviously felt the pressure and they're really just buying more time to figure out life after Kanye. Supposedly there are unreleased pairs and new colorways expected to release. And apparently Yeezy sales are expected to have no effect on operating profit for 2024. Staying on the same topic, but switching more to Kanye with the Yeezy pods, we saw a $180 release and then recently a $20 release. So Kanye has backed up his word when he said he wants to make Yeezys available to everyone. He's proven he can do his own thing. It was rumored that there were almost 200,000 units sold on the first day. And it'll be interesting to see how Ye moves forward and how he continues to build off this momentum with the Yeezy pods. Personally, I don't care for them. I would never wear them, but it's cool to see him do his own thing after Adidas has given him such a hard time for all the bullshit on both sides but he's proven that he can do it on his own and he doesn't need all these executives in his ear telling him what to do every day and switching over to nike there's news that they're expected to put more sneakers on sale this year twice as many nikes are expected to go on sale compared to 2022 and you have to think that most nike buyers aren't buying the hype or sought after sneakers so this helps a lot of people who don't want to drop $150 plus on a pair of sneakers that they really don't care for anyway. A lot of people will beat shoes up because their shoes and most people aren't collecting shoes like sneakerheads do. About 44% of Nike sneakers available at chain retailers are available at sale prices. Like I said, that's more than twice the amount of discounted pairs in 2022. The average Q1 price for 2022 was $103.61. Compared to the average Q1 in 2024, the average sale price is $79.92. Another recent story surrounding Nike is the fact that 
Five million dollars of stolen Nike products were recovered by LA police. There's obviously a secondary market in sneakers, but there's also a black market. Nobody really knows what's going on all the time. Platforms like StockX and Goat may be selling stolen goods more often than most people realize. Trust in general has deteriorated amongst second market platforms for various reasons. The fact that they could be selling stolen goods is one of many reasons why people don't trust these platforms as much as they used to when they first came out. Staying with Nike, some recent news that Nike is conducting some significant layoffs. They're cutting about 1,700 jobs or 2% of their employees. They're looking to cut as much as $2 billion in costs. There's concerns that consumers worldwide are slowing spending. Customers are changing their behavior. They prefer basics and experiences like concerts and travel over purchasing goods, like sneakers and athletic wear. The competition growing from Hoka and OnCloud has probably played a factor in this decision by Nike. It'll be interesting to see how Nike will respond and if other athletic wear and footwear brands will follow suit as well. And lastly, just want to touch on the Nike Air Max DN. Obviously, it's a new silhouette, something different and kind of futuristic looking. So there'll always be the new age versus the classics debate when new models come out and people compare them to some of the older Air Max models. And then there's already an upcoming Supreme Club that leaked, so this could definitely increase the hype around this model. Regardless of what you think about the Nike Air Max DN, it's still a good move for Nike to spice up Air Max Day. Helps keep things exciting and refreshing, and it brings more potential for new Air Max models to release on future Air Max days as well. I'd like to announce the first Ubanami Sneakers and Lifestyle Podcast giveaway. Some quick details. There'll be more details when the giveaway is officially posted. So I'll be giving away a sneaker cleaning kit for the winner to keep their kicks looking fresh. Everybody likes a pair of fresh kicks. So like I said, more details will be posted, but just quick rundown. So you have to follow at Ubanami on Instagram, like the post and tag one friend. And the giveaway will be open for one week. The winner will be drawn randomly using an automated random wheel. And then after that, I'll get the winner's address and ship out the sneaker kit to them. So looking to do this giveaway early to mid-March. Official details will be posted on Instagram, TikTok, and Ubanami.com. And the next giveaway looking to be in April or May. Just a few more things to wrap up this episode. Episode 4 will be coming early March. And then like I said, the giveaway will be early to mid-March. Looking to start doing some sneaker reviews probably late spring. And then as always, you can stay up to date with blog posts, which are updated every week as usual on Ubanami.com. And you could follow on Instagram and TikTok at Ubanami. Stay on the lookout for the giveaway details and more upcoming news. Thanks for listening. Until next time, adios.